Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. I was about to say Somcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host of the most, Som the Bomb. It is September 24th, 2021. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of video game news because the Nintendo Direct just happened yesterday. And we have quite a bit of anime news to get you hyped for upcoming anime coming in 2022. And some fall reminders. Things that are starting in October rather than some that might already start, like, next week, which I think is October, too, technically. But I mean, like, uh, later October, so in a couple weeks or what have you. So I don't want to get too much into each Nintendo Direct reveal just because a lot of people have already seen it. But, like, I will mention what they talked about, and I will just get into some of the big ones and... Um, you know, if you want to see anything else I'm talking about, you can find the trailers on uh, on YouTube or Nintendo's website. So let's start off with the non-anime news and then get... Uh, we'll take a small break and then we'll get into the anime news. Dude, first of all, though, coming in this fall, so like, I don't know, probably in a couple of weeks or so, um, is the Disney Classic Games Collection. Um, so... Disney Classic Games, Aladdin, Lion King. Um, there was there was the Aladdin, Lion King uh, that launched in 2019. Um, today, we're getting a revamped bundle dubbed the Disney Classic Games Collection expands the number of ports while also tossing the Jungle Book to boot. So Disney's Aladdin, you'll get the you'll get the SNES, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Sega version. And then the final cut of the, of the Sega version, the demo version of the Sega version, and the Japanese version of the Sega port. Disney's Lion King will get the SNES, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Sega, and Japanese version, Sega. Disney's The Jungle Book will get SNES, Game Boy, and Sega. So pretty cool. Like the previous collection, a rewind feature allows you to redo any ill-timed jumps in these famously challenging titles. So pretty cool. Um... Diablo 2 Resurrected is now out. Pretty cool so far from what I've seen. A lot of people are excited about it. If you want us to, you know, do a stream or a review of that, let us know. Um, I'm pretty excited. I'm going to be playing it. So Castlevania Advanced Collection gets surprise launch today. Remember, we talked about it last week. Um, it dropped randomly today during Nintendo's Direct. They just said, hey, here you go. Uh, so, yeah. Speaking of the Direct, here's all just like kind of the stuff that they talked about and then we're going to uh touch on uh just a number of them um and not every little thing but uh here's a list of what they went through and what was when they were coming out and things like that so there's castlevania advanced collection which you can get now mario party superstars that comes out october 29th metroid dread october 8th hyrule warriors age of calamity guardians of remembrance october 29th Kirby the Forgotten Lost Land, 2022. Monster Hunter Sunbreak, Summer 2022. Uh, Disco Elysium, The Final Cut, October 12th, with a physical version in 2022. Chocobo GP, which is like a Chocobo racing game from Fun Chocobos from Final Fantasy, 2022. Disney Magical World Enchanted Edition, there's no date on that one. 
Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. We talked about that last week, November 11th. Dying Light 2, Stay Human, the cloud version, February 4th, 2022. Triangle Strategy, March 4th, 2022. Run Trilogy, 2022. Uh, Actraiser Renaissance, 2022, which is like a uh, graphical remaster remake of the SNES title. Uh, Deltarune Chapters 1 and 2 in a bundle, which is out right now. Uh, Surviving the Aftermath, Winter 2021. Wreckfest, Autumn 2021. Namco slash Hamster, which is out right now. Rune Factory 5, Splatoon 3, and Bayonetta 3 in 2022. Bayonetta 3, man, what a cool trailer. And I love her new look. She's fucking the baddest witch ever. She's just fucking beautiful and gorgeous. She's the queen of darkness, I swear to God. She's amazing. So, yeah, there we go. So let's touch on some of these, huh? They also talked about this. I'm also going to mention some things not on that list. Um, Nintendo 64... And Sega Genesis games coming to Nintendo Switch Online. So if you don't know what Nintendo Switch Online is, it's the service that you have to pay for to play with people on, you know, on the internet and stuff and over online and stuff. But also it comes with a free SNES emulator and Nintendo emulator with a a, li- a certain library of games on it. And uh, so it's like a handful, like a decent handful selection of games on each. There's now going to be... And Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis uh, emulator to come on, and it will be a new membership plan, so it's like it's going to be more expensive than the current one, um, but the new one will include the 64 and Genesis. So far, the game's announced, um, and I think these are day one. I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, going to come out in droves, um, but I think these are day one, but don't take my word for it because it doesn't say... But uh, anyway, the list of 64 games are Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Yoshi's Story, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Win Back, Covert Operations, Mario Tennis, Dr. Mario 64, and Sin and Punishment. Um, Doc Mario 64 is the best Doc Mario game, hands down. Sega Genesis games, we have Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hard Corps, a.k.a. the best Contra game. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, love Gunstar Heroes, Musha, Fantasy Star 4, Ristar, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2, and Strider. Pretty good. Pretty good selection of games to start with. Um, Streets of Rage 2 is ob- like arguably the best Streets of Rage, um, of the original three anyway. Um, but yeah, that's pretty sweet pretty cool so you can look forward to that no specific release date was given but nintendo said it's coming in late october and will offer all base elements of the nintendo switch online service along with it the company is referring to this plan as the nintendo switch online plus expansion pack which is hilarious because the expansion pack was like a a thing that went in your n64 users on the existing plans will be able to still do so though they can also change their membership plans if they so choose no pricing was given, but Nintendo said that information as well as exactly release date will come soon. So there we go. Um, yeah, dude. So I watched the trailer for Kirby in the Forgotten Land. And basically, we are back to a regular Kirby game where you were Kirby, sucking in enemies, shooting them at other enemies, um, sucking in enemies and swallowing them for their power. And it, we are back to a regular Kirby game. It's a nice. It's like it's nice to go back to the reg- like the regular, you know, kind of a uh, kind of 
Kirby game we're used to, except this is like open world 3D kind of. Um, I'm not sure how open world it is, um, but like that, like level wise or area wise, that's what it looks like. Um, pretty sweet. I'm pretty excited for that. So I love Kirby. Um, let's move that down a little bit. Move that down a little bit. Move that down a little bit. Hold on a sec. I got my articles all out of order. Um, Nintendo announces also Mario Party Superstars, the latest Mario Party game, and we'll get classic N64 boards on the game. This comes out October 29th. Uh, you know, levels from the, the original n64 games we got the horror land from mario party 2 yoshi's tropical island from the first one woody woods from mario party 3 and a few others so pretty cool pretty sweet i'm excited for that um let's see what else from nintendo direct um splatoon 3 this looks wild this definitely has like a darker uh, a small, a slightly darker tone color palette to it. There's new guns to use, things like that. There's a new kind of threat happening to the world of Splatoon, and it looks really cool. Um, mammals are reemerging in new Splatoon 3 trailer. Um, yeah, dude, I think uh, there's a new, uh, a new enemy or a new the new threat coming to the world of Splatoon, which is called uh, Splatsville, the City of Chaos. Uh, what else? Okay, let's see. Hold on, I'm clicking around a little bit. So there's Actraiser Renaissance. We talked about that a little bit. And I think that's pretty much it for Nintendo Direct stuff. Then there was one more big announcement uh, for Nintendo Direct, and that is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Now, we talked about this, like, a long time ago. Probably, I don't know, a year ago or something? Maybe it was, like, 2020 sometime when I was doing the newscast. We were talking about how they announced it, and it was by Illumination. They re finally revealed that they are, like, working on it quite a bit and have a lot done, and they have finally revealed the voice cast um, now quite a lot done meaning pre-production or what have you. I have no idea, but the voice casts are as follows. Uh, Chris Pratt is Mario. Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. Charlie Day is Luigi. Jack Black is Bowser. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Kevin-Michael Richardson as Kamek. Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. And Sebastian uh, Maniscalco as Spike. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty wild. Um, a lot of people are roasting Chris Pratt online for it, which is hilarious. Um, because he had put out like a Instagram video or something going, it's me, Amadio, or something. And then he was like, I promise that'll be better later or something like that. And they fucking, people fucking like one for him it was it was hilarious um you know i don't really know how i feel about chris pratt uh really i don't understand why you just wouldn't get the guy who did the voice um i forgot his name and i'm, I'm disrespecting the man hardcore right now because i totally forgot his name but he's been doing the voice 
since like they gave Mario voice, which was the first time they did that was in Mario 64. So I don't understand why they just wouldn't do that for him um, or, or even the same for Luigi. Um, in reality, Mario and Luigi don't really talk. Um, so that's kind of another thing. Like, like we've heard Peach talk, you know what I mean? Um, in, in Mario 64, we've heard her talk. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a little weird. I feel a little weirded out by that. I'm like, okay with the rest of the cast. I think Jack Black as Bowser is hilarious. Um, Chris Pratt as Mario, though, is just kind of goofy, I think. It might be a little goofy. Um, but, like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, we don't we don't know until we know, right? We're not going to know until we see a teaser or a trailer or what have you. So um, I do believe in Illumination's uh, talents very much. I think they're really good. So we'll see what comes of that. But let's talk about some other stuff. The initiative teams up with Crystal Dynamics for a perfect, a new perfect dark game has announced a new part- partnership with another big studio outside its parent company, Umbrella. In a tweet this evening, it was revealed that the initiative has enlisted the services of Crystal Dynamics to work on this new iteration of the classic rare shooter, Perfect Dark. So yeah, uh, Perfect Dark was a, a game on the N64, and I believe there was a Perfect Dark 2, I think, on like Xbox. And the game was originally developed by, by Rare. And... It's like a it's like a first person shooter covert ops kind of thing. You play like this special agent, and it's super cool. Uh, but yeah, it's it's cool that we're getting another game of that. Triangle Strategy brings tactics to Switch in March. When Project Triangle Strategy was announced earlier this year, it's shot to the top of many highly anticipated lists, thanks to its tactical RPG gameplay and beautiful HD two D visuals reminiscent of Octopath Traveler. During today's Nintendo Direct presentation, we not only learned more about the game, but also the release date and final name. Much like Project Octopath Traveler simply became Octopath Traveler for the final release, Project Triangle Strategy is also dropping Project to become Triangle Strategy. Yeah, this game looks phenomenal. Um, think of the way it looks. Like, think of um, Octopath Traveler, but it's a tactical RPG instead of, uh, you know, a turn-based kind of uh, what have you. Um, but yeah, that looks amazing. Looks amazing. I'm excited to see how badass that's going to look. I definitely still want to play Octopath Traveler, so I'm going to get on that. A massive expansion called Sunbreak is coming to Monster Hunter Rise. So this is coming in 2022. Um, there is an announcement teaser. Uh, Nintendo's Yoshiaki Koizumi gave some small, broad details about the expansion after the trailer played. He said Capcom is working on so many new elements for Monster Hunter Rise to be added to the expansion. Sunbreak will include new stories, locals, monsters, new hunting actions, and questing ranks for players to explore. Because it's an expansion, Sunbrink will be a paid DLC, unlike others that have come to rise this year. So there's that for you. Um, Super Robot Wars 30th Games second video, previous franchises and original characters. This is pretty cool. They showed some original characters from for the new Super Robot Wars 30 game coming out, and finally have a full list of the robots coming out initially. The the franchise mainstay Hajime Katoki designed the mecha Huck and Bind Thirty. Um, Hajime Katoki is got a long list of mecha design on his resume. Um, they've done they've been doing stuff for like Gundam for a long time since since before 
that they've done like double eighty three, one Gundam Wing, Eighth MS Team, uh, Pat Liber, After War, Gundam X, Aikatsu. They're 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 up there. They're up there, and they designed the original, the Super Robot Wars original Huck and Bind thirty, which kind of looks like a Gundam a little bit body wise, um, but it doesn't have the face of a Gundam. So, um, and they also just, Guy designed the logo for the game, and then Edge and As, um, uh, the Mecha Gravelin, as designed by Masami Obari, um, Masami Obari. They, I don't know what they've done. Let's look. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. They did a lot of the, they did a lot of key animation and design for Vanguard, which makes sense because, like, Vanguard has this clan in there called um, uh, Dimension Police, and they all look like kind of like like big hero robots and Gundams and stuff. So they did Dan Cougar, Dan Gaio. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. AD Police. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Okay. Um, yeah, but, like, they finally released the list of everything. There's going to be Super Electromagnetic Robot Combattler V, Mazinger Z, Mobile Suit Z Gundam, uh, Gao Gaigar Final, Code Geass, uh, Lelouch of the Resurrection, Code Geass, Lelouch of the Rebellion 3, Glorification, the original Mobile Suit Gundam, of course, got to gotta have that in every Super Robot Wars, Get a Robo Armageddon, um, got to have that in every Super Robot Wars, uh, heavy Metal Algheim, Magic Knight Ray Earth, Mobile Suit Gundam Char's Counterattack, Gun Crawl Suit Sword, Mobile Suit Gundam NT, Mobile Suit V Gundam, ZMSV, MMSV, Majestic Prince, Knights in Magic, Amazing Kaiser Infinitism, The Brave Police J Decker, Gridman, and Hakao Gao Gaigar Tai Betterman from Gao Gaigar vs. Betterman manga. So, yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty excited for that. So a lot of games to look forward to right now, uh, which is which is sucky because I'm starting a new job soon and I'm just like not gonna have time. But we'll see. Um, especially this one, Melty Blood Type Lumina, streams more gameplay videos for Vlav, uh, the new character. Uh, the new Melty Blood fighting game is coming out. Um, Type Lumina, and I'm excited. It's coming out for Nintendo Switch, PS4. Xbox One and PC via Steam on September 30th, so that's exciting. Voice of Cards, the Isle Dragon Roars demo arrives today. This was the, we got like that weird teaser for it um, a couple weeks ago where it was like they just kind of had credits and like some ink animations, you know. If you're looking for a card-based, turn-based RPG for the Switch, um, Voice of Cards, the Isle Dragon Roars, you can play a demo right now. The official launch for the game is October 28th, which isn't too far off. Uh, it's about a month away, so pretty cool. I would, I'd be curious to try that demo, actually. So maybe I'll try that later. Um, in tabletop news, not too much. Pokemon TCG finally released the first V-Union collection boxes today in Ingress. So you can play that if you want. Play a V-Union, try the V-Union cards out. Um, and also the latest in the Japanese pokemon set so we're probably going to get this like in a couple months from now the fusion strike cards so for those of you who don't know the current new mechanic that's in like the pokemon tcg so like when sword and shield came out they came out with like pokemon v and pokemon v max which are just like powerful basic pokemon um pokemon v's are like 
whether they're evolved Pokemon or not, they're basic Pokemon and they're powerful and they can uh, evolve into a VMAX Pokemon, which is basically the what you would call a Dynamax or Gigantamax in the in sort of the short and sword and shield games. And um, when the the sets with Urshifu came out, they came out with a new mechanic called single strike and rapid strike, which are the two strike forms, uh, the two different forms that you can evolve uh, Kubfu into. So there's Urshifu single strike mode and Urshifu rapid strike mode. And so there are certain Pokemon cards and trainer cards and supporter cards that only work with each mechanic. So like if, um, if you're playing a single strike Pokemon, you know, uh, like let's, let's say you're playing single strike Urshifu and it says something like, Oh, search your, your deck for, I don't think there's an Urshifu card that does this, but just an example, search your card for a, a, a single strike trainer and put it into your hand or something. Um, you'll want to run those together. You know what I mean? So like it's, it's basically just another mechanic that kind of, uh, identifies Pokemon in a different way. So like, for example, there's a Houndoom out there where you put it on your bench or you evolve it on your bench and it has a Pokemon power called single strike roar where you hit it once per turn. You can go into your discard pile, grab a single strike energy, which is a fighting and dark energy at the same time and attach it to one of your Pokemon, and that Pokemon takes, like, some damage or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's just a... So the new set coming out is Fusion Strike, and I believe that you can... I'm not sure if you can only use things that say the word Fusion Strike on it, or f- it, you can use, like, Fusion or or use Rapid or Single Strike stuff on it. So I'm not sure if it's, like, a whole new thing or what. Um, but it's a third battle style, adding to the pool of Rapid Strike and Single Strike Pokemon. And the Mew V card coming out is labeled a Fusion Strike or a Fusion Battle Style card. So, yeah, so there's that. And then we also have Pokemon TCG Live, which is going to replace the current Pokemon TCG Online uh, app. Um, This version is going to be a little bit quicker. for It's going to come on your phone, um, PCs, Mac, whatever, tablets. And I'm not sure free-to-play game accessible for first time on smartphones um, will allow players to engage in Pokemon TCG bouts in an updated digital format, not only on their mobile devices, but tablets, PCs, Macs. Um, Barry Sam, the vice president of Pokemon TCG at the Pokemon Company International, says... As we look back on 25 wonderful years of Pokemon, we are once again reminded of how the trading card game has always been a strong pillar of the franchise. And beloved by young and veteran trainers alike, Pokemon TCG Live will go hand-in-hand with the tabletop version with fan- that fans don't love and welcomes a new era of digital play where trainers around the world can play together regardless of their preferred platform. Uh, TCG Live is designed to be easy for beginners to learn how to play the game while offering fresh challenges for existing players to improve their skills. The app will allow players to carry out standard activities that they engage in with while playing the physical version of the game, including deck building and battling with other people. Um, this will broaden the scope of who can face off with each other in battle, allowing trainers to compete with each other internationally using their phones. Uh, the app will include customizable avatars, Pokemon TG accessories, daily quests for players to participate in, and updates with new content following the up- upcoming launch of the app. So yeah, that is... Um, 
that is super cool. I'm not sure when that's coming out. There was not a date for it, but um, speaking of can I should have put this. I should have said this before when we were talking about the Fusion Strike. Sometime in 2022, Pokemon Card Game will announce a new mechanic into the current uh, rotation called the V-Star mechanic. Um, I'm not sure what that has to do with anything, but they've been released for a high-class set titled VMAX Climax, which is rumored to be the final set to include Pokemon VMAX as a mechanic. That is speculation at the moment, but it comes a time... Um, the TCG often ties into new game releases, and we do indeed have three major releases coming between now and the first quarter of 2022, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Pokemon Legends Arceus, all of which will focus on Sinnoh, um, the latter, or a region that's Sinnoh-like, the latter during a time when the region was called Hisui, which isn't a region that has Dynamax or Gigantamax as a feature. In addition to that, it has now been revealed that the Japanese Pokemon TCG will debut a new mechanic in 2022 called Pokemon V-Star. So that makes sense. I mean, whenever when I was playing Pokemon back in the day, the latest game that had come out was Platinum. And the latest set that had come out was um, Platinum Arceus, which is like when they revealed Arceus and whatever. Um, and then, or no, it was Rising Rivals. So there was Platinum and then Platinum Rising Rivals, and then Platinum Arceus. And then when Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out, we got a Heart Gold Soul Silver set. We got like two, three different sets of Heart Gold Soul Silver. So yeah, they try and coincide with the game release, and that's how that works. So um, that's pretty much it for the non anime news. Um, let's take a small break right here, and then we'll get into the anime news. And, of course, always check out links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. Where to listen, where to follow, and all that good, good, good stuff. Um, Shout out to JP for joining us this week on this last week's episode. Glad to be back after a a couple weeks break. Kind of time to break's wrong, uh, honestly, uh, because I start my new job literally this coming Monday. And I'm like, crap, maybe I should have taken a break this week. But anyway, um, we'll be back with our summer review, and it's going to be nice. We're going to start on fall soon. going to be great. So <clears throat> I want to just remind everyone to the thank you for listening and and supporting us and all that good stuff. Really appreciate it. So, um, But, yeah, let's get into the anime news. First, I want to start off by saying uh, rest in paradise to Kayono Saiki, um, Karu... Karu Shintani announced on Monday that his wife and fellow manga creator, Kayano Saiki, has passed away at her home on August 29th uh, due to lung cancer. And she was 69 years old. Um, her cancer was already in stage four when it was discovered. Um, they debuted the Smash Meg manga, which was like a tennis girl shoujo, sports shoujo, uh, in Shokomi magazine in 1980. Uh, Kuchi Bani Combat Akihi and uh, Hino Ryosen, and uh, together Sayano and Shintai launched the Quo Vadis manga uh, in 2007. So, uh, shout out to Kayono Saiki. This one's for you. So, let's get into it, huh? Let's, uh, oops, that's not it. There we go. 
Gaunt's creator Hiro- Hiroya Oku sells 1998 artwork as an NFT. Um... The creator for Gantz and Inuyashiki, Hiroya Oku, announced on his Twitter account on Wednesday that he is selling original artwork as NFT. Um, yeah, I'm not big on NFT. I think NFTs are stupid. Um, but, you know, like, I definitely don't judge anyone for... That's just me personally. Like, that's just a personal opinion. I'm probably a butthole for having that opinion, so I'm sorry. But, like, yeah, I don't judge anyone for doing the NFT thing. I think it's I think it's a cool idea. Um I just wanted to say that and put that out there for people who are like weebs and do the NFT thing, you know. So, uh, Hiroya Oku, they're famously known for doing Gantsu and Nashiki, and they did artwork from their debut manga, Hen, from 1988 as NFTs. So, that's pretty cool. Uh, Toy Animation posted a teaser visual for One Piece's 1000th episode. Uh, the series has also inspired the We Are One short drama videos to commemorate the 100th manga. Uh, one piece manga volume and the 1000th one piece anime episode so that's pretty cool pretty cool one piece is is there they have stapled themselves in the legacy of anime and manga pretty well fudiki at boys love manga service adds 10 compass titles uh fantasista inks fudiki boys love manga subscription service announced on thursday that it has licensed 10 new titles from uh compass a publisher of BL manga, uh, Kizuna, uh, Kizuna After Story, Hanatoryu, uh, Joshitsu no Otoko to H, Gun in Heaven, Caramel Espresso, Caramel Flavor, Kimigaru Hiya, Koi wa Chiyo Minus Two Meters, Josetsuna Shichakushitsu by Hiromu Torbito. Uh, so yeah, check those out. I hear. I hear Hanata Ryu is really cute, which is a Kazoon spinoff. I hear Kazoon's pretty good. And I hear Caramel Espresso is pretty good. So, I don't know. I haven't read BL in a long time. So, I don't know. I, I'm very into, like, shonen action shit. So, like, anytime it's romance, whether it's, like, you know, gay or not gay, you know, uh, stuff, I, like, you know. I don't know. Romance has to be, like, it's got to have that uniqueness about it that makes me read it. I don't know. I'm just picky, I think. And I'm also just kind of, like, a shonen horror, so. Uh, Crunchyroll to stream Build Divide card game anime. Crunchyroll announced on Friday they will begin streaming Build Divide, Code Black, the television anime for Anaplex, Yuhodo and Leiden Films, Build Divide Multimedia Project. The anime will stream in the U.S., Canada, and U.K., Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, Latin America, Europe, Russia, India, and the Middle East. And uh, we've got a trailer already. I'm kind of excited for this because I wonder if it's going to spawn a new actual like card game. And I would love to try that. Um, I've been trying new card games lately just for the funsies um, on top of playing Digimon. So that's super fun. Um, freaking, I tried the Final Fantasy card game a couple weekends ago. And that was actually super dope. So, <clears throat> Lupin the Third Part 6 English dub of Lupin Third Part 1 anime screen in U.S. theaters in October. The first two episodes of part six will stream in uh, U.S. theaters in October, and I'll be sure to uh, make sure I tell you guys about that to, uh, um, uh, so, you know, if you guys want to go see that. Gundam Breaker Battlelog, this is the new multimedia project of Gundam Battlelog anime, announces theme song October 19th premiere. So this is coming in October. I thought this was coming way later. It's actually coming in, like, a couple weeks. So I'm excited for new Gundam. New Gundam's always always pretty cool to uh, see. Key's first crossover TV anime, Kaginato, reveals cast staff in October 12th debut. 
So this is like Isekai Quartet Carnival Phantasm, except with key characters. So that's really exciting. Um, uh, there's going to be characters from Kanan, Air, Clanad, Little Busters, Rewrite, and I believe... Isn't that the guy from Angel Beats? The main guy? Or is that... Uh, Jun Maeda wrote the original visual novels for all but Rewrite. And also worked on the music for all of them, including Rewrite. Um, where's that? Pretty, I'm pretty sure that's Otanashi in the back from Angel Beats. Or is Angel Beats not a... Oh no, sorry. That's fucking Kyo from Little Busters. I'm really bad. Angel Beats is not a fucking... Uh, key thing. I thought it was for some reason for a second. Anyway, so yeah, characters from Kanan, Air, Clanad, uh, Little Busters, Rewrite. The only things I know of this are Clanad, Little Busters, and Rewrite. Um, I haven't seen all of Clanad. I've just seen like important clips and the ending because people think it's a like, God's gift to anime for some reason. Um, which, you know, it's, I don't know, it's, it's pretty good, I guess. But uh, <laughs> Little Busters, I think, is better, in my opinion. Uh, but, yeah, I know Little Busters rewrite in Clannad and DeCapo, which I don't think DeCapo is a key thing. Maybe it was. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty cool that that's getting a, a little thing like Isekai Quartet and uh, Carnival Phantasm. Artist Laundra's Summer Ghost anime short unveils more cast and staff and manga. Summer Ghost, the directorial debut of illustrator Laundra. Uh, they did I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, Josie the Tiger and the Fish, and Vivi Fluoride Ice Song. Announced more cast and staff members, a manga adaptation, and two novels on Friday. The project also unveiled a new main visual by Laundra. <clears throat> uh, this looks really cool. I really love this art style. I mean, it's it's really nice. Um, the short is part of Project Common, a multimedia initiative to express the true Laundra. The illustrator said last summer, unchanging, at any time I want to find my steadfast self. This project is a challenge to find the true Laundra with myself and everyone. Uh, there's not really a story or synopsis for this, um, but apparently there will also be a manga adaptation of it. And that's going to happen in November during the roadshow. So, uh, the blue period, we talked about this. This is just a reminder. This is coming out, uh, October, early October. Yatora is the perfect high school student with good grades and lots of friends. It's an effortless performance and ultimately an adult one, but he wanders in the art room one day and a lone painting captures his eye, awakening him to a kind of beauty he never knew. Uh, so yeah, he dives headfirst into the art world. And, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be, it looks really cool. looks really nice. I've heard the manga is really amazing. Uh, a lot of people are not super excited about the anime, saying that the, it doesn't do it justice, but we'll see. Uh, Reincarnated as a Sword TV anime confirmed. Uh, this anime actually looks kind of cool. Uh, Reincarnated as a sentient weapon with memories of his past life, but not his, not his name. A magical sword saves a young beast girl from a life of slavery Fran, the cat-eared girl, becomes his wielder and now wants to only grow stronger. While the sword wants to know why he is here, together the strange duo's journey has only just begun. This manga adaptation of the hit light novel series features charming artwork by manga artist Tomo Maruyama and is sure to be enjoyed by existing fans of the franchise as well as all new readers who are ready for the sharp fantasy tale. So that was the manga adaptation or manga synopsis. Um, 
that's not the anime synopsis, but there is going to be an anime of it. So hope, I, I'm sure the anime is the same. But yeah, it, it looks really cute. I really do like the design of the of Fran. Uh, the sword is also really cool as well. It has like kind of like this wolf face on the the hilts. Super dope. I really just like the way it looks. It's very, uh, very, very high fantasy, very, like, uh, very sharp looking, you know. So, digital manga service Azuki adds manga from the Glacier Bay books, Starfruit books. So, we're going to get Children of Mootown by Masamura Jushichi, um, Sukiko and the Satellite and Other Stories by Mississippi. Yeah, that's literally the manga's name, Mississippi. Ripples by Rei Hagiwara. The manga from Fruit Star Books. Uh, Pop Life by Minami Kyuta. Uh, Kyoto by Kakio Sudakawa. The Blood Red Boy One Shot by Minami Kyuta. Um, Monthly Shoujo Sunday by Momotu Makiru. That's literally the name of the manga. Uh, it's a collective of 12 one shots by the wonderful Momotu Makiru. Sawanabe Zombie One Shot by Kakio Sudakawa. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, pretty cool. More mango. More mango, more mango. Uh, results are in for Persona 5's 5th anniversary character popularity poll. And, of course, first place was a protagonist, Joker. Uh, number 2, Makaro Nijima. 3, Goro Akechi. 4, Futaba Sakura. Uh, 5, Yusuke Kitagawa. 6, Morgana. 7, Haruna Okamura. 8, and Takamaki. And 9, Ryuji Sakamoto. So there you go for you Persona Persona fans out there. The Demon Girl Next Door anime season 2 reveals title and visual. Yuko Yoshida is just an ordinary girl, schoolgirl, until one day her dormant devilish powers are unleashed by the demon Lilith. Yuko transformed into Shadow Mistress Yuko, a supernatural powerhouse with horns and a devil tail. Now she must defeat another mystical being named Momo Chiyoda, the shrine maiden of the Light Clan, who just so happens to go to Yuko's school. But being a demonic magical girl isn't as easy as it looks, and Yuko has a whole lot to learn before she's ready to fulfill her destiny and take on the Clan of Light. Yeah, it looks super cute. It's like kind of shoujo. Mm, taking a shoujo magical girl tropes and uh, making kind of a comedy out of it. But yeah, I have not seen the first season, so um, when did season one come out? Hold on a second. I should say. Oh, so the manga launched in 2014. But this is season two, right? Oh, the first season aired from July to September 2019. Yeah, why didn't I... Why didn't we... Why didn't... Did we not watch this? Or did we not just... Or did we just not care? Or, I don't remember if I watched it. It looks cute, though. I should try and go back and watch it. Uh, French director has one week to complete crowdfunding campaign for a Macross documentary. Jonathan Codier de Mello, a young French director, also known as Pink Platypus, is working on a documentary dedicated to the Macross franchise. He launched a crowdfunding campaign on uh, Kiss Kiss Bank Bank. Um, it will go back to Studio Newway in the early 70s and explore the productions up to the first Macross series and the American adaptation Robotech in 1985. Backers still have seven days to contribute to reach goal of 15,000 euros. At the time of publishing the article, it's only at 1,147. Oh, no. At the time of publishing this article, they only need 1,147. So they're... They only need that much more. Um, if it reaches level 25,000 euros, an English dub will be offered. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's called Do You Remember Macross? And uh, yeah, so if you guys want to donate to that, I'm sure you could still. Um, if you just go on Kiss Kiss Bank Bank and type in Macross, I'm sure you'll find it. 
uh, Scarlet Nexus anime reveals uh, promo and uh, songs for the second part. Ayuma Zam- Imazu will perform the new theme songs and uh, the oral as long, as long, along with the oral cigarettes. Um, yeah, Scarlet Nexus is kind of like that battle show. I think it's a part of a multimedia franchise that was based off a game. Solar calendar year 2020, grotesque organisms called Others have began eating people to take down this new enemy. The other suppression force is formed, saved by this elite team as a child. Psychokinetic Yuito withstands the training to enlist. On the other hand, Prodigy Kasane was scouted to her, for her abilities, but Kasane's dreams tell us her strange things, dragging the two into an unavoidable fate. Uh, so yeah, dog. Some sci-fi action for you. Shinaraki's Eiyu Kyoshitsu fantasy light novel listed with TV anime. The Academy Fantasy Novel Series is set in Rosewood Academy, a school that trains future heroes destined to protect mankind. The school accepts only those with the most potential. Arnest Flaming, a girl who boasts the top record in the Academy, is, designed, is assigned to guide a mysterious but cheerful new student named Blade who rivals her own power. It looks kind of cool. I'm, I'm seeing... I'm seeing some cool fantasy-like stuff come around, and this looks pretty cool. I like the design. This is also kind of, like, more modern fantasy-looking, so, like, not a shit ton of, like, armor, not not as, like, high fantasy as, like, the other one I was mentioning before, uh, the reincarnated as a sword. Um, this just looks more, like, kind of modern fantasy designs, kind of like how Ironcrad stuff looks in Sorted Online. Um, but it looks very nice, very, very nice art style. Very cool character designs. The main guy has like a black and white look, kind of like, kind of like an older looking Kirito. Maybe not as much of a, a butt face, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Plus, Ultra Crunchyroll partner for new anime works by Code Geass, Cydonia creators. The official website of Fuji TV's Plus Ultra Anime programming block announced on Thursday that it has partnered with Crunchyroll for new anime production projects with planning and promotional company Slow Curb also participating. The new projects will feature a new original anime project by Chief Director Goro Taniguchi um, titled Stab Life, as well as a new original collaboration between Satomu Nihei and Polygon Pictures, both of whom previously collaborated on Blame and Knights of Sidonia. So yeah, there you go. Established romanization confirmed via English press release. So yeah, new anime by more partnerships. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Miss Kabiyoshi's Dragon Maid gets a new uh, shmup game next spring. If you don't know what shmup is, that's shoot 'em up. I just heard that term earlier this week, and I thought that was hilarious. Shmup. I always just call them shoot 'em ups. I don't know you could abbreviate it like that. Shmup. Hey, you guys want to come over and play some shmup? Anyway, yeah. I'm excited for anything Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. It's, she's my favorite. I love Toru so much. I'll literally die for her. 100%. And I love shoot 'em up games. So it's coming for the PlayStation 4 and the Switch in spring 2022. English and Japanese. So that's pretty dope. Sword Art Online made in Abyss franchises each host online events with overseas plans. Sony revealed on Sunday that the Sword Art Online X Chronicle exhibit is getting a new online version titled... Sword Art Online X Chronicle Online Edition that will take place from November 20th to December 7th. A global version of the event is planned for 2022. Similarly, the official website for Made in Abyss Anime announced on Friday that the anime staff will hold an online fan meeting to look back at the anime's first season and film before the second season starts airing. Um, that's called the Made in Abyss Online Fan Meeting K Raiders Guild Rally. And that will take place on November 21st. And tickets are about 27 bucks for that. 
for the SAO one, it's about 21. Um, so yeah, there you go. Hollow Live Evangelion special project canceled due to unforeseen circumstances. In July, the virtual YouTuber agency Hololive announced that it was collaborating with the Evangelion series on a special project. Hololive talents were originally planned to feature in a program where they discussed their favorite scenes from the rebuild of Evangelion films in detail. The program was originally scheduled to air on July 3rd. However, it was delayed shortly after the announcement in a tweet last Friday. King Amusement Creative confirmed that it was canceled due to unforeseen circumstances. So that's a shame. Uh, That's a shame. That's a shame. They didn't say why. Um, but they said, we extend our deepest apologies to everyone who was looking forward to it. Yeah, so I wonder what that was going to be. I wonder if there's going to be some other special stuff. Um, here's some Cowboy Bebop news. Um, the There's a comic happening, a comic adaptation happening of Netflix's Cowboy Bebop. So, like, it's, it's uh, written and drawn by Dan Waters and Lamar Mathurin from... Uh, Titan Comics. Um, so yeah, it's an adaptation of a live series. That's an adaptation of an anime. Um, but I like that the characters and artwork is designed like the live action counterparts. Um, so yeah, like yeah, it's a yeah, it's it looks it looks kind of weird. I'm not I'm not really into that. Um, but yeah, speaking of that, Netflix's live action comedy Bob show to expand on anime's canon, which Danny brought up earlier. This week on our main episode, Andrew Nemec, <clears throat> one of the showrunners for Netflix's live action adaptation of Sunrise's Cowboy Bebop anime, stated in an interview with Entertainment Magazine Weekly on Tuesday that the live action action, or the live action, <laughs> action, 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 the adaptation will be an expansion to the canon of the anime, adding original stories. He added that the series will not be a full on remake, saying that just redoing the anime will leave the audience hungry for something that they already saw. Uh, Nimic said the live-action series does a really nice job of not violating the canon in any direction, but merely offers some extra glimpses into the world that was already created. So when you think of Cowboy Bebop, that kind of makes sense, right? Because like, um, aside from like some of the the middle parts and the ending and whatever, um, a lot of it was episodic, right? So like, you know, you had one episode where, where, where they were trying to find the guys who were dealing these crazy mushroom drugs. You had you had the first episode where they were dealing with the one bounty. They were trying to find the bounty of the one guy who like was selling these drugs that you spray in your eyes, um, red eye or whatever it was fucking called. You had another one where Spike was trying to like fight this fucking monster in their ship, which turned out to be spoiled lobster. Um, and you know what I mean? Like it's just it's it's episodic, kind of like a much like a samurai shampoo in the way it, it would make it would make a little sense that these stories that the Netflix series is doing is like happening uh, alongside of, you know, uh, what we already have. It's, it's pretty much like the Cowboy Bebop movie. Um, the movie came out after the series did, yes, but it took place like before like the last like four or five episodes or something like that. So, you know, hopefully they paid attention to everything and, you know, maybe there'll be like callbacks to the anime or they'll, They'll say something like, oh, man, well, it's it's like that time when I fought the Mad Piro or something like that. You know, like maybe we'll see. Um, then again, not a lot of people have a lot of hope for this the show to begin with. So who knows? Kyoto International Manga and Anime Fair Awards, Mizuko Ito's Takano Intersection Short. The Kyoto International Manga and Anime Fair Award, Mizuko Ito's Takano Kosa, Kosaten 
uh, short with the Kyoto International Manga and Anime Award Grand Prize for Outstanding Works, earning perfect scores from the event's judges, and it also won a Sounding Performance Award in the CG Animation Contest category. So yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. I don't know where you can watch it, but it's called Takano Intersection by Mizuki Ito. Prince of Tennis 3D CG film, first three minutes, streamed. The official website for the Ryoma Shinsei Geki Choban Tennis no Ojisama, Ryoma Rebirth, the Prince of Tennis movie, um, 3D CG anime film began streaming the first three and a half minutes of the film on Wednesday. The video previews the film's opening musical and dance number. Yeah, it's a CG anime film, much like the 3D CG anime film, much like the the movie we reviewed this past week, Loop on the Third, the first full 3D CG animation. Uh, but it's Princess Tennis, and it follows Ryoma. So if there, there you go. Live-action Saint Seiya Knights of the Zodiac film unveils cast and staff. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but here's here's uh, here's uh, what I can tell you. Um, we have McKenyu. Uh, who is this guy? What did he play? Oh, Makinyu Arata. But he goes by the, just the name Makenyu. He's playing Seiya, it looks like. Um, and then we have uh, Madison Eisman from the Jumanji sequels. I know you did last summer TV series. Sean Bean from Lord of the Rings. Uh, Snowpiercer. Famke Jansen. Uh, she played Phoenix in the original X-Men movies. Nick Stahl from Fear the Walking Dead. Diego Tino- T- uh, Tinoco from On My Block. Mark DeCascos, I mean, he's amazing, so hell yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. A lot of a lot of people, so I'm not sure about this. You know, it's another anime adaptation. You, we all know how those can go, but we'll see. I'll keep you updated. Crunchyroll to stream Tact, uh, Op Destiny, The Fruit of Evolution, and World's Finest Assassin Anime. Uh, Crunchyroll announced on Tuesday that it will stream the following anime for the fall 2021 season. Tact Op- Operation Destiny, The Fruit of Evolution, Before I Knew It, My Life Had Made It. Um, they also confirmed that it will stream the following previously announced new returning and ongoing anime this season. 86, Mob Love Alternative, The Faraway Paladin, The Night Beyond the Trinity Corner Window, World's Finest Assassin, World's End Harem, Yashihime Princess Half Demon Second Act, Blade Runner Black Lotus, new Blade Runner anime, by the way, so let's talk about that. Uh, Fina Pirate Princess, Platinum End, Restaurant to Another World 2, Sakugan, Ganbare Doki-chan, Tawawa on Monday 2, Kyo and Kyoto from the Maiko House, Aquatope on White Sand, The Great Jahi Will Not Be Defeated, Tropical Rouge, Pretty Cure, One Piece, Boruto Naruto Next Generations, Case Closed, and Dragon Quest The Adventure of Dai. Yeah, this new Blade Runner Black Lotus, uh, really cool, 13 episodes, 2021, this, uh, uh came out in oh yeah this came out wait when is this coming out hold on a second i thought this is already out it's making it sound like it's already out um oh no it premiered in late 2021 so so yeah not yet but soon um but yeah that's gonna be cool i think we talked about that already didn't we black lotus it does look super sweet though so we'll see that time i got reincarnated as a slime anime gets movie in the fall 2022 so a year from now we're getting a slime movie um, not sure if that's just going to be a new movie or if it's going to be canon to the series or what, but, uh, yeah, pretty cool. 11 Arts premieres Gintama, the very final anime films, English dub at a New York Comic Con. So for all you homies going to New York Comic Con and you want to see the dub of the final Gintama film, Gintama, the very final, there you go. 
Um, also, remember we talked about the Super Crooks anime? Uh, the Super Crooks is a comic based on a Mark Millar comic. Uh, this weekend, we got a little, a very short, like, two, four, two to four second. I would say two seconds. Two seconds, like, little animation clip of someone breathing fire and uh, someone throwing down some lightning. And it was tweeted by somebody named Chifuyu Matsun. Oh, but that was a zero. Um, yeah, it says Super Crooks this weekend. We should have the complete PV. So, yeah, keep an eye out this weekend for that. And also, Studio Bones introduced a new animator training program starting in 2022. In between animation training in partnership with Sasu- Sas- Sasayuri Doga Training Center, Bones will pay the tuition. Layout and second key animation, key animation tutoring by Toshihiro Kawamoto and Toshiyuki Ito and Yutaka Nakamura. I would love to be a part of that. I would love to be a part of that if I could. That would be so sick. But um, yeah, dude, that's pretty sweet. And also, along with MAPPA hiring and training new animators, that could be a good thing. Although MAPPA is just kind of doing that in-house for their, for them. Whereas Bones, is this is they're just doing this just to do it. I don't think it's doing, they're doing it for them necessarily, so... Uh, the monthly pay during the training will be 150,000 yen. Uh, that's like, I think that's about 1500 bucks USD. So anyway, that's all I have for the news. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know if I missed anything. There was a lot happening, a lot going on. So I might've missed something. Um, if you're hearing this and you're, you made it to the end of this newscast, uh, when you're, when you're listening to this, I will be busy right about now. I am turning Digimon sideways in a Digimon, online tournaments for the bandai evo cup so wish me luck if you hear this and you listen all the way to the end of the newscast and you're on the discord wish me luck wish me luck wish me luck i am going to be playing chaos gallant mon and uh lilith mon engine so that's gonna be sick um but yeah i will report to you if i win which i probably won't but that's okay <laughs> that being said i love you guys very much thanks for listening every week you know i appreciate your continued support and everything that you guys do to keep us going just by clicking like even even if you haven't listened to an episode and you just hit like on it like that still does a lot it means a lot to us very much appreciate it um i love you i will always love you and i love you just the way you are i've been sam and this has been the anime summit newscast